If, if you have a Bible, turn, turn to Psalm 51. I want to look at uh, Psalm 51, verse, verse 10. I want to speak this evening, just for a few moments, of how to stop um, a spill becoming a stain on our lives. And uh, just talk about that. But in Psalm 51, verse 10, it, it, for some it might be a really well-known verse, but let me just read this. I'm reading from the NIV, and it reads like this. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. It's a sort of a, a main thought for this evening, really. So hang on to that as we, we, we look at that together. In, uh, I, I find it in life, just an observation, really, but um, my observation for life has been that, I, maybe don't know about you, but... Um, I, I, life has its ups and downs, doesn't it? And uh, we get knocked. We bump into others. Human nature being what it is, circumstance and life that it is. And Jesus actually said this. Jesus said that um, just because we are, you, you might, tonight you may be, many are Christians perhaps, and uh, just because we're Christians doesn't mean to say that it will be a trouble-free life. It, it's an amazing life when you're a Christian. But G- Jesus said that, you know, in this world there will be trouble but be of good cheer, be encouraged. I have overcome the world. Now that's the good news uh, that, that we know as Christians. But, but with that in mind, uh, my observation has been that life does have it up, is ups and downs. Jesus highlighted this, um, that we do bump into others um, and, and circumstance can bump into us and we can bump into circumstance in such that things can spill over onto our lives. We can spill out. We can expend energy in life and turn around and feel, what a waste of time was that. You can invest in a person or a marriage or a life. And we spill out. And also things can spill on us. As, as, and, and it's such as that. Now, in, in our house, in our home, um, it's been, I, I, am, I am the, uh, the, 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 only, the only male with um, four ladies for, for ladies of the house. And invariably in our house, um, if I hear Helen say to me, Aid, I'm in the good books. If it's Adrian, then I'm being told off. If she uses, but if she says, Aid, my name's Adrian, Aid, it's usually to, to come and clean a carpet somewhere because of their makeup has got onto the carpet in, 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 in one of the bedrooms. And I've become a little bit of an expert in getting makeup off of carpets. Is that true, isn't it, Helen? I become a, I become a bit of an expert in, in just I just got the knack. It might be if you need me to come round your place to, to clean the makeup on the carpet. I I, I'm, I could start a business with that perhaps. But and uh, but I, I've also know you, you know um, there is something about if you spill something on your carpet, as you can see in the, the photo that's on the screen, it it's necessary to to clear up initially. It's, actively clear it up otherwise it will take it will ultimately become a stain and then it's very hard to get rid of you've got to deal with it straight away really and um, a lot of people clear their carpet up pretty quick you know coffee's got in the odd they're out and you know they'll be mopping it up and and everything else and uh, and so too with our life your life and my life we we need to act there's some things that we can do to act in our lives otherwise certain things of life can, can be stained. And I've met a lot of people over the years, Christians stained, upset, carrying burden, 
carrying pain, carrying something. And it seems to they, for, they thought they'd forgot about it, only for it to come. And, and it's possibly, and that's how you can tell if you've got a stain, by the way. So that's where we're going to go. So, it, it's, so it's important to wipe a spill. If it's left, it can become a stain. And so too in our lives, we need to act. You need to deal with the spill or the circumstance or the stuff that's come or whatever's happened or what you've done, someone's done to you, the office, the boss, or, the, or whatever it is. And it can be maybe from a long time ago. Um, so we, 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 we need to act. You don't leave it. In other words, you don't leave it. You don't just leave it. I tell you what, in our house, we don't leave anything. <laughs> if, I, if, if I don't see it, then my, my wife does and, and, and will let me know about it. So, um, it, But you, do, you, you don't leave it. You've got to act. You've got to act to clear it. And, and, and the second thing I'd say is this. Um, I've observed from life, um, you can't hide it. If it's a pain, if it's an upset, if something's been done to you, something's happened, you, you, you just can't lock it away and throw away the key. Because it seems to come back. I, I've met people that years later, something has come to haunt them. Or, and so it, with stuff of life and emotions and upsets and circumstance, um, we've got to act. Otherwise, we become stained, hurt, um, get either really depressed, uh, really angry, a lot of things. So I want to just... Take a few moments. There's um, three things that we can do. There's a lot of things that we can do, but I'm just going to pick out three, three sort of practical steps. To uh, we can't, we can't. I said you can't hide from it. You can't hide your head in the sand. You can't lock it away. You can't ignore. Uh, we have to act. So uh, I just want to talk about three things that we can do with life and, and in life. And um, and then uh, something that will be an outcome, something that can happen for our lives for good or for your life for good. Okay, so three, what are the things that you can do? So n- number one, it's this, first of all, I want us to say, we need to be able to let go and let God with life. I was speaking a little bit about this this morning. This morning we've taken a series as a church called Unselfie. It's living a selfless life in a selfie world. And I talked about yielding and abandoning our lives as the set steps to selflessness. If you did, if, have a listen to that uh, if you've not heard that, that already. And I'm picking it up again a little bit in the sense of that one of the steps to clearing up that stain, to, to um, not allowing something, a hurt or an upset, to stick on you, to stick in your mind, to stick on your heart. To st- if it's on the mind and the heart, it seems to stick on the spirit. It seems to, to just grip our life. But... Um, let go and let God is, is, one of those, is one of the first things that we can do. Um, it's allowing, it's allowing uh, uh, putting our lives in, in his hands. It's, it's putting our, our hearts um, into, into the Lord's, into, into God's hands that is um, so uh, vitally important. Yeah, it's, 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 so it's important that we, we, we let go and we, we, we let God. Easy thing to say, isn't it? I've heard, I've heard that said to me over the years. I've been a Christian a long time now, th- over, th- over, 30, um, over 30, probably 36 years. Yeah, 36 years a Christian. And I've heard lots of people in- encourage me, Adrian, just let, it's time to let go of what this is. You're holding on. You know, you're remembering. You're, you're not letting. You're, you're holding. It's holding you, and it hurts. And they said, let go and let God. And... Um, 
But there, there is something really powerful in um, let, giving our hearts over into the hands, hands of a loving God. You know, when, when um, we become nothing, God becomes everything. I was saying this this morning a little bit, so I don't want to go over and over again. But it, it, when I can acknowledge, I can't do this. I can't handle this anymore. In actual fact, one of the steps in Alcoholics Anonymous is that you acknowledge that you are powerless. It's an interesting one. The, the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous was a Christian. And it's a Christian, it's a principle of I cannot do, I am powerless. Only God is powerful. I am powerless. All-powerful God. And, uh, it's a, and letting go and letting go is, is an acknowledgement of I can't do this. And, and we acknowledge that only you can. And when we come, become, uh, when I say become nothing, I don't mean say you writhe as a worm and I'm filthy, because uh, God looks at you and loves you. Isn't that great and wonderful? So we're very precious to him. So we're not worth nothing. We're very precious, in actually. But what I'm saying there is, I can't do this. When you hold on to something, we, 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 we're looking to, to sort it out, uh, get it right, but we can't. And so it hurts. And then we get angry, and then, we, and then unforgiveness, and all that stuff kicks in. And so letting go, but, but giving God, we, we discover um, the beginning of, of God. A lady called Catherine Kuhlman, who was a Christian lady, had an amazing healing ministry. She said this, um, God is not looking for gold vessels or silver vessels. He's looking for yielded vessels. She was a lady who knew the power of the Holy Spirit in her life. Amazing amazing woman and she knew something about opening your heart to God and so she said this God is not looking for gold vessels or silver vessels he's looking for yielded vessels that's what we mean by letting go giving you my life I'm giving you my heart I'm giving you this circumstance I'm giving you this person I'm giving you this pain I'm giving you this anxiety I'm giving you this worry Um, I'm, I'm worried sick uh, the word anxiety and to worry means to be fret, to f- pulled apart. To fret means literally, be, be, it's, like, it's like being pulled apart. Um, and um, as we do that, um, entrusting our lives into God's hands. As, gold, as God holds us, we're freed because his hands are bigger than mine. His hands are big enough. He can hold the whole universe. Isn't that amazing? Um, to be free, we need to be in, captured by God, held in the hands of God, and then we become free. It, 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 because I can't hold it. You can't. You, you and I, there are things in our lives, the human nature, that we, we, we fret over to, we just cannot hold. I can't do this. I can't deal with this. This is too much for me. And um, only he can. And so that's what it means. Is to, is to, so it's to, to yield, it's to, it's to give, and it's to give our our hearts in, and lives into, into his hands. And it's because his hands are big enough. He holds the universe. Um, Jesus is the one that the, the, who threw stars into space. It's through him that creation comes into. It's a, pretty incredible. The hands of God. To, so I put my life in your hands. I often will try and pray that. But in my, the circumstance, into your hands. God's hands are great. We've got to be found in his hands. Here, bearing in mind, he's the creator of the universe. He flung stars into space. It's pretty good hands to be in, isn't it? 
He, when he formed the galaxies, the universe, you and me. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible. So uh, our life in his hands. Uh, second, second thing that's it's, it's come up there is uh, the power of forgiveness. The power of forgiveness, um, that's very different from forgetting. To forget means to lock it away, hide it, ignore it, that type of thing. Um, I've met people that have said, I, I thought I got over this. I thought it was gone. But it, it seems to come back to haunt us because maybe they've tried to forget or tried to lock it away. Um, but God calls us to forgive, not, which is a step further than much than forgetting. Uh, f- forgiveness is, um, we're taught this in, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 12, in what we call the Lord's Prayer. What is called, uh, many theologians refer to the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. There's a certain version uh, of the older version, a uh, 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 translation, say, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sins against us, is another translation. And Jesus taught the power of forgiveness of releasing and, and letting go. And um, to forgive means to see I, I'm not holding you or holding to account, but I'm going to place you into God's hands. It doesn't mean to say I've, I, I agree with everything that you've done or someone's done to me, but I'm going to put the circumstance, the person, I'm going to say it's in your hands, God, because I, I, I can't hold on to this. Um, it's interesting, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. It, the, the translation is forgive um, it says there, forgive, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Uh, when we, when, when we, um, someone hurts us, you owe me one. It's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. They, they, you, you, you owe me an apology. You, 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 you've got it, you, you know, you've got, you hurt me. And it's, that's probably very true. We've been hurt and we are owed. And, but we then become the debt collector because we say they owe me and you've got to. And uh, God is the, collector of all debts and the forgiver of all debts almighty god it's incredible and so forgiveness is releasing and saying i I, I can't deal with this uh only you can god and i'm going to give that person into your hands please help me Uh, and that's releasing into forgiveness and um jesus taught that in in his prayer he said forgive us as we forgive that's interesting isn't it? it's reciprocal we want to feel free. So letting go and letting God, yielding, giving ourselves, unre- opening our hearts unreservedly into the hands of God. And that's in our reading of the psalm at the very beginning. You know, create in me. It's about my heart, about my mind and my spirit. And um, so forgiveness is, is, a, is a powerful thing. It's a challenging thing. And um, over the years, I, I, I know myself what it's like to, to try to, the hurdle to forgive. It, there is, it, it feels like a hurdle. I, I've spoken to people in, 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 recent, in recent months and we're talking and they said, you know, don't know if I'm going to be able to forgive. But with God's help, the power of the Holy Spirit, we can be set free. Thirdly, uh, so let go uh, and, and let God um, to release, to forgive, which is not forget. And the third, the third thing that we can do and then we can, and then with these things, we better receive something in a moment. It's pray, pray for them, uh, or pray for the circumstance, or pray for those. And very often it's them because it's someone that we bumped into, and they bumped into us, and we've had a spill, a spill of relationship, of upset, of hurt. It's been mutual, and it's come onto our lives. And so I say, pray for them. Um, Jesus said this in Luke chapter six, 
uh, verse 28, Luke records him, bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. Pray for those who hurt you. It's a releasing prayer. Uh, it's, uh, that, that's incredible. Jesus' teaching was profoundly ground-shaking, unlike anything that had ever been taught before and will ever be taught again. Oh, that's a huge claim. He said, bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. So something along the lines of, you might not agree with what they've done, and I don't agree with when I've been hurt, but uh, to pray, oh, no, Lord, I'm looking to release someone into your hands, and, and that's me forgiving. Help me now as I seek to do this. And as we begin to pray for them, that God, you will release them. And, and uh, let me tell you, <laughs> Um, in church life over the years, I've had to pray a lot of those prayers. Loads. And still have to. Otherwise, I probably would have cracked up. And so will you and I in life pray a lot of these uh, prayers. There's a great opportunity for, for, because we all have different views and, and, and different uh, preferences of life and we, we, we can clash and even in church, amongst Christians, I say that's one of the biggest places where people can fall out because we're in community. We shouldn't, but we do. And so this, pray for them. Pray for them. I've heard people say things like, we pray them out of church. And Jesus never said that. He never said that. He never said that. I sort of speak it into the spiritual atmosphere now because it's a hard, challenging thing. Jesus never said that. He said, bless those that curse you and pray for those that mistreat you. So it's praying God's hand, God's release, God's forgiveness, God's intervention, God's help, God's blessing. All of that upon the circumstance that changes. His miraculous grace, his miraculous power of love can change you and them and this and the circumstance when we pray that way. It doesn't mean to say, I agree with everything that they've done. And it's not saying that. But he's saying, release the kingdom. The kingdom way is a counterculture way of the way of this world. The, the other way is the way of the flesh. It's the way of control. It's the way of anger. It's the way of upset, rather than the way of love, the way of Christ. Now, it's a challenge, but we do that in the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, if we, so, so those three, the three things I just mentioned there are a huge Challenge. I don't doubt that. We feel that they will be. But look at this. My, fi- my final thing is this. Um, they're not the only three, but I've sort of thought that way. And if, if, we, can, if we can follow Joe, well, this is my last point. With this, we'll come to a conclusion and we'll, we'll come and worship and pray together. But if we can let go and let God, if we can release somebody into the hands of God, and he's the debt, the debt collector and forgiver, not me, forgiveness. And, and if we can pray for them, for God to intervene, for God to move, for God to touch their heart, for God to touch my heart, for God to, to just change the circumstance and, 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 and you know, deal with my animosity and, and help me just release them. If we can pray and pray for them, if we can then can do that, then this leads me to my final point, which is this. You can pray for yourself. <laughs> now you can pray for me. Now I'm in a position to pray for me. This is, the, this is my, my, my final point, and, it, and it's with the, the verse that we read at the very beginning in Psalm, 19, uh, Psalm 51, verse 10. If, if, I, if I can let go and let God forgive, to, to begin to pray for them, to do the things that Jesus encourages us to do, then I'm in a place to pray for my own life, 
pray for my own heart. Because boy, do I need to. (laughs) Because of the challenge and the hurt and the pain and the upset that you and I perhaps feel right now. And in Psalm 51 verse 10, we we read, um, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right stain remover. I'm good at using that in my house. God comes with love. His stain remover is grace. His stain remover is his irresistible divine love. And, he, and it comes and cleans my heart. It's a, it's, it, he comes and clean, begins to clean your mind. He comes to clean your soul. He comes to clean your spirit. More church splits, more upsets, because we don't do those things. And we're not in a position then to pray for him to change our hearts. And so my heart does need to change. And so my heart does need to be open. And so my heart does need to be renewed. And the Holy Spirit, so, so then I can call upon God to, to clean, to cleanse me, clean me, renew me, refresh me, restore me, rekindle me, realign me. Then I'm in a position to start to feel, and you, and you begin to feel, you will begin to feel different. Your mind will begin to be released. Your heart will begin to, your very soul and your spirit will begin to feel cleansed. This is what the psalmist says, cleanse me, create in me a clean heart and renew me with a right spirit within me, my innermost being, in my heart, my mind and my emotions. Now, that, that, might, that might be that... Um, you know, God, God will come again and again and again to touch your heart and to touch your mind and to touch your spirit. But, um, and, 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 and so he does. And, and sometimes you, you can find that the, the spill in your life has become a, bad, a stain. Some stains, you know, God is all powerful. And you know, there's some stains on the carpet are hard to get out. He always leaves a bit of a, can leave a bit of a mark. With him, we can be washed as white as snow. As far as the east as the west, God doesn't tend to look at our, our sin anymore. And, uh, you know, though we'd be like scarlet, he says, the word says, God says that we will be like as white as snow. Um, forget your TV advert of using whatever it is that gets the whites whiter. God's grace and love gets us whiter than ever. And so we're then in that place to be renewed in heart and renewed in spirit. So, so let, let go and let God uh, release others into our forgiveness. Pray for them. And then we're in a position to pray for ourselves and pray for our own hearts. Shall we pray together? God is not looking for gold vessels or silver vessels. He's looking for yielded vessels. Heavenly Father, we do open our hearts to you tonight. And uh, I just want to pray for, it's been great. It's been a great atmosphere, uh, the place of your presence. And you've been touching hearts and lives this evening as, we, as we've been reaching out to one another. And I just pray, as, as we just open our hearts to you right now, I just pray for anyone that has, you know, family hurt, hurt by work, it says, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. It's not true. Words do hurt, and they spill. I just pray for anyone tonight who feels the spill of words on their heart and on their life. And we say, we ask your forgiveness, Father. We give your forgiveness to those. We pray for them. We release them into your hands, and we release that circumstance into your hands. And we open up our hearts, let go, 
and yield our lives to you, Father God. Holy Spirit, would you just fill us afresh, yielded, open, renewed, realigned, creating me a new heart, we pray tonight. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Maybe you're here tonight and you're, you know, I don't take it for granted, but, you know, it's important to get your heart right, our hearts right with God. Um, it's important that, you know, a Christian is, doesn't just read the Bible. Be reading the Bible is good. Coming to church is good, but it's, that doesn't make you a Christian. But, but opening our hearts and yielding them to God and saying, God, I give you my life. I give you my heart. I, I want to live for you. Forgive me for living for myself. It's so, it's so important to ask God's forgiveness. That's what sin is. Sin is this, living for me without God. And so we come to a point in our lives that says, God, forgive me for living for me without you. I want to give you my life. So God sent his son, Jesus, to pay the price for, uh, for human beings living for themselves, for sin, the price of sin. Jesus comes and gives his own life, the spotless one, the perfect one, the only one who could. And, and so now you and I, it, it says, you know, believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that God raised him from the dead and you will receive life. And so this evening, it might be that tonight, you know, we, we need to come to that place that says, God, forgive me. I've lived me. I, I might have read the Bible, but I didn't realize I need to give you my life. I give you my heart. I believe in your son, Jesus, who paid the price for me. And now forgive me. I want to give you my, my heart and life. May that might be you tonight. Then in, at this very moment, and this very, it, we, we won't rush on, but we won't linger too long either. But, but say to him in your heart and your mind, Forgive me for living for me. Thank you for giving your son. I give you my heart and life. Some of us tonight, you know, we need to, I say we need, but there's a possibility that we need to release. That's what forgiveness is. Release someone or some circumstance. And uh, if you let go, let, let God, God's got big hands. He'll catch you. It's a hard thing, isn't it? But right now, there's something or someone to let go of. And you're here tonight. So in, as, as the music is playing, let's just do that at this moment. Let go of someone or something that's troubling you, that's hurting you, that's gripping your mind, that's getting to you. Yeah, let them go right now and see yourself putting them in God's hands. Let them be released into God's hands. Family member. Do it right now. Some of us tonight, we, we may be at a point where it's creating me clean, a new heart. Renew my heart, Father. Renew my heart. Renew me. Restore. I want to realign my life. Maybe you're here tonight and, and uh, you know, you, you, you've been a Christian and, and the, you feel that the fire has gone out or the flame has gone out or you've lost your way a bit. That, you know, that, that's, God doesn't look upon you in a bad light. It's, it's just, just it's come back. Come back. Come back, be renewed, restored. Maybe life has taken up so much. Maybe you, your time is full, a full, full, full life today. Uh, give space to him, renewed. So come to him right now and say, Father God, 
Please, I pray, give me a new heart, a right spirit. By the power of your Holy Spirit, I pray. Yeah, let's stand together as we sing together and seal some of those prayers for different people, different circumstances, different uh, 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 points in our lives. And uh, let's just uh, do that for a moment, shall we?